Welcome to the Heart of Tibetan Language Podcast through Sini, the Sarnath International Nyingma Institute. This is the second episode corresponding to Lesson 1 in the textbook. Before we begin, we'll listen to the sound of the bell three times. Just relax and enjoy. Here we go. This lesson is again about our dear friend Lihila. In particular, it is about an experience she had when she first arrived in Dharamsala, at the very beginning of her Tibetan learning adventure. The story in this podcast follows Lihila waiting in line at the bank, where she encounters a Tibetan lady. As usual, our story will be told in English, with the dialogue of Lihila and the Tibetan lady in Tibetan. If there's unfamiliar words, don't worry. All the new words and phrases should be evident from the English around the dialogues, so you will be able to understand the new stuff, or at least get the gist of the meaning, from the context alone. You can just listen and enjoy without having to go and look things up. This lesson has an audio of the Tibetan called In the Morning at the Bank. There is also a Tibetan transcript and an English translation of the audio. If you feel like, you can check these out after listening to the podcast. Right, so on the first run through, please just listen to the dialogue in Tibetan. Then I will read the Tibetan dialogue with the English mixed in together. The third time, I will just play the Tibetan dialogue alone. Are you ready? Let's try it together. Dashi dele. Shokpa dele. Mukang la. Mi. Mangbo duga. La du. Pomo kerang longba kane yin. Nga arine yin. Kerang ki kide ying jebuchitu. Ming karere. Kwe ming sengere. Ani pomo kerang ki sen karere. Nye ming lihire. Ale. Sendi ning jemuchik do. Tu je che. Kerang jene gabujung. Ngayang gabujung. Jela jeyung. Lasso 
接了接勇。Money， 做累了。Oh， wouldn't it be great if we didn't have to be occupied by such worldly thoughts? One day, hopefully. But in the meantime, Lihila didn't live in a cave, and she had rent to pay to her landlord. She reluctantly woke, got up, and set off to the bank to set up a bank account to conduct her necessarily worldly business in India. She pushed open the doors of the bank, the mulka, literally the money or silver house. A long line of customers stretched out across the bank floor, shifting their feet, fanning themselves with checkbooks, or arms folded, staring up at the ceiling. Leela, undiscouraged, remembered a quote from Shantideva: "There is no virtue like patience." She joined the end of the queue. In the line in front of her was a jolly lady in Tibetan dress. With a small white dog on a leash, but Leela seemed the only one to be surprised to see a dog in the bank. The lady, we will call her Achala. Acha meaning elder sister, a common and friendly way of addressing a female Tibetan person older than oneself, and La, showing respect. Achala turned and smiled at Leela, so Leela greeted her with a tashi dele. Tashi dele, shokpa dele. The Tibetan sister, in a rather low voice, returned the greeting, and wished Lihila a good morning. And then, they waited. Lihila thought this was a great opportunity to practice her Tibetan language with the lady, so she asked Achala a rhetorical question. Mukangla. Me, Mangbutuga. The Tibetan sister laughed. Yes, indeed, there were me Mangpo, many people in the Ngalkang, the bank. La Du. The sister seemed delighted to hear a foreigner speak, or at least try to speak in Tibetan. Lila was nervous about her pronunciation, but so far, she seemed to be making herself understood. Achala asked Lihila which country or Lungpa she was from. Pomokerang Lungpa Kaneyin. Here, the Achala calls Lihila Umo, meaning girl. This might sound a bit disrespectful in English, but in Tibetan it can also mean daughter, and is a friendly way to refer to someone. This is another example. Like Achala, of addressing people, even strangers, as family relations. Lihila was from America, Ari, and said so. They shuffled one space closer to the tellers. Ma, Ari neyin. Achala's dog then began yapping. He was getting restless waiting in line, and Lihila knew how he felt. Lihila thought the ki. That is the dog, was quite cute. Kerangi, ide, ningje bujdu. They shuffled forward a space, 
and Achala was then at the front of the queue. And the dog was starting to run in circles, so that Achala was getting pretty tangled in the leash. Leela asked his name. He's Ming. Ming Kalre. Kwe Ming Sengere. Oh, Senge, Leela knew, meant lion. Like the Kang Sing, snow lion, in the Tibetan flag. What a cute name for such a little dog. Ani Homo Keranki Tse. When Lihila asked the name of the dog, she asked its Ming. But notice how, when the sister asks Lihila her name, she asks for her Zen, a more respectful word for name. In reply, we will see that Lihila, when she is telling the sister her own name, again uses Ming. One doesn't use honorific language for oneself. Nye Ming Lihile. Achala nods. She thinks the name is beautiful. It is Ninjimo. Ale Sandy Ningjemuchik do. As Lihila thanked her, the teller waved Achala over for her transaction, ending the conversation quite abruptly. Lihila hurriedly said, Nice to meet you. Literally, that happiness or gawo arose from meeting her. Nilne. The sister walked to the counter, pulling an excited senge behind her. She added a and a see you later over her shoulder to Leela. Leela smiled. See you later. The Tibetan sister was nice, and she would be happy to make a new friend here. Lihila indeed hoped she would meet her again. Dashi Deleg Shokpa Mukang La Mi Mangbutuga La Du Pomo so thanks for joining me and see you next time on the Heart of Tibetan Language podcast.